hello my friends good day to you it's great to be with you once again i'm happy to be with you and i greet you from wherever you listen to me from how has your bible study been going how has your work with god been going you're welcome to this episode of the unveiling the scriptures podcast my name is samuel i'll be your host on today's episode I trust you have been enjoying every episode of the Unveiling the Scriptures podcast and I'm sure you've been making great use of them and applying them to your daily lives. God has been helping us to talk about great secrets, great insights that will be helpful to your life and destiny. And I want to encourage you today that it's not enough to listen to these things. And even from your study of the Bible, it's not enough to just read and write them down in a book and not do anything about them. As you read your Bible, as you listen to these podcasts, do your best and ask God to help you to apply these insights to your life. I also want to encourage you that as this year begins to round up and as we begin to round up this Bible study journey for this year, for those who have been following, you will notice that we are currently rounding up the book of Jeremiah and we are currently around the book of 2 Timothy in the New Testament together with the Psalms, the Proverbs, which we have been carrying along from the beginning of the program. I want to urge you to jump in now it's not too late if you have not been doing anything about it then it's a good time to jump in if nothing will count about it at least the very fact that you made it the rest of this year count by taking your work with god seriously and the fact that you also be able to carry over or carry on that intensity and that vigor into the coming year so don't wait until next year and say oh i'll get serious with my work with god when the next year comes start now if you have anything serious to do and you'll find that it will even be more easier for you as you go into the coming year. And also for those of us that have busy schedules, I always encourage those who have busy schedules that you should just try to do whatever you can. It's not compulsory that you study the whole Bible in one day, especially if your schedule is busy. And even if you cannot meet up with every day, which days can you do? And you know that, or what can you do? You can't finish the whole of the Old Testament. Can you try to finish the whole of the New Testament? Or you have not been working to join since because of a schedule. Okay, is there a way you can just try to spare 5, 10, 15, 30 minutes in your day to study? So at what level you are, you can always do something. Whether you're writing exams, you're preparing for a big exam, you have a very hectic schedule, a career that demands most of your time. I always believe that there is something everyone can do. So what can you spare? Could it be 5 minutes? Could it be 10 minutes? Could it be 20? Could it be 1 hour from your end? Whatever you can spare, make sure to spare that. And I pray God helps us in Jesus' name. Today, our topic for the podcast will be called Vessels Unto Honor. I'm sure you might be familiar with that and it's found from the book of 2 Timothy chapter 2 from verse 20 to 21. So before we get into the rest of this podcast, I would like us to pray and welcome God's presence into our midst, even as we discuss the topic, the Vessels Unto Honor. Father, we thank you. Thank you for your word and thank you for helping us thus far even to dig in and get insights and revelation from your word. I pray that you speak to us expressly today. I pray for everyone listening to this podcast that you help us to be verses on someone in your vineyard. And thank you for hearing us today. I commit the hearts of everyone listening to this podcast. I pray, O oh God, that you make our hearts fertile ground for your word and you give us the grace to apply everything we learn here today to our daily lives. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you for sticking around. Once again, we'll be considering the topic Vessels Unto Honor. And I'll go straight into it. Like I said earlier, it's found from the book of 2 Timothy chapter 2, from verse 20 to 21. Now, the book of 2 Timothy chapter 2 is a very loaded book. It has a lot of lessons that if I were to talk about all of them, we'll probably spend an hour on this podcast. But I'll just talk about just one simple concept from 2 Timothy chapter 2, from verse 20 to 21. In your spare time, you can go through the whole chapter of 2 Timothy chapter 2. 
and just extract what God is saying to you from it. Now, 2 Timothy chapter 2 from verse 20, I'll read from the Amplified Version of the Bible. If you don't have your Bible, you can just follow me and listen as I read. I'll read now. Now, in a large house, there are not only vessels and objects of gold and silver, but also vessels and objects of wood and earthenware. As some are for honorable, noble, good use, and some are for dishonorable, ignoble, common use. Verse 21. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from these things, which are dishonorable, disobedient, sinful, he will be a vessel unto honor, sanctified, set apart for a special purpose, and useful to the master, prepared for every good work. I'll read verse 21 again. It says, Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from these things which are dishonorable, disobedient, sinful, he will be a vessel for honor, sanctified, set apart for a special purpose, and useful to the master, prepared for every good work. I pray God blesses the reading of his word into our hearts in Jesus' name. Now, what this verse is just clearly trying to tell us, I believe it says that in simple language, is that in a large house, there are not only vessels and objects of gold and silver, there are also vessels and objects of wood and earthenware. Some are for honorable purposes and some are for dishonorable purposes. Now, this verse clearly makes us to know that some vessels in a large house are unto honor, vessels unto honor, and some of them are unto dishonor. Now, this verse clearly puts vessels in a large house in different classes. It talks about their make, their kind, and it says that some are vessels of gold, some are vessels of silver, some are vessels and objects of wood, and some are of earthenware. Then it goes ahead to mention another different class which says that some of all of these vessels that were earlier mentioned are now honorable and also some are dishonorable. I would like to establish here that there is a distinct difference between the vessels that are of gold and silver, of wood and of earthenware. That's just a class. And then there is another class which was mentioned, vessels of honor and vessels of dishonor. Sometimes we mix those things together. What the Bible was trying to say by gold, silver, wood, and earthenware was the make of the vessels, what kind of vessels they are, how they are made up. But it has nothing to do with whether they are vessels of honor or vessels of dishonor. I hope I'm not confusing anybody here. What I've seen many people interpret this verse is that, oh, they are vessels of gold and silver. And because gold and silver are very, very valuable in our eyes, and then we just maybe look at wood and earthenware as something that's not too valuable. We feel like, oh, gold and silver are the vessels unto honor. And wood and earthing we are the vessels unto dishonor. That's how we humans think, but that's not how God thinks. No. What makes a vessel of honor or dishonor is what is stated in verse 21, which says that if any man cleanses himself from these things which are dishonorable, disobedient, and sinful, he will be a vessel for honor, sanctified and set apart for a special purpose. That means the vessels that are vessels unto honor are the vessels that are sanctified and set apart for a special purpose, useful to the master. The definition of a vessel of honor is not a vessel that is of gold, or not a vessel that is of silver, no, not a vessel that is of wood, not a vessel that is of anything, no, it's a vessel that is just useful. Imagine a house where you have nothing made of wood. You know you can make several things in the house that is made of gold and all of that, but there are still some things you will need wood for, no matter how little those things might be. 
And this verse, when he speaks about a large house, he talks about the vineyard of God, the house of God, the heart of God in which all of us are placed in. And those verses speak about me and you. It talks about the different human beings, the different people that God has called to work in his vineyard. Some of us can be likened to vessels of gold and silver. Who are the vessels of gold and silver? Gold and silver are highly sought for. They are the people everyone sees. They are the people who are at the forefront of the race of the believers. They are the people who are at the forefront of the battle of the believers. They are the people that are on the posters everywhere that people call, people honor. They are everywhere here and there. Their position and their calling seems so glamorous and seems so shining and bright that everyone knows them. And there are some people that are not so known. Sometimes you might want to consider those people as vessels of wood and earthenware and you feel like, oh, and many times, like I said earlier, we want to make our judgment based on our make and our calling, how, how, how glamorous it is, how much of a celebrity you can become through your calling. You want to use that to judge whether we are vessels of honor or dishonor. No, that's not what God says. Sometimes many people look at themselves and feel like, oh, well, I'm, I'm not too, I'm, I'm, I might be considered so much, or maybe of a weak person. God didn't give me too much talent or too much gifts that can make a lot of noise or that will attract me to so many people. I'm not a good public speaker. I'm not, no, 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 no. I want to tell you that even if you're a vessel of wood or you consider yourself as a vessel of wood, so far you are useful in the hands of the master. You are a vessel unto honor. In fact, God can do so much with a vessel of wood. You tend to limit God's powers and God's creative ability with your person or the kind of person you are. You are forgotten that anything that gets into God's hands becomes gold. Look at the example of Moses. He was a stammerer. He was somebody that most people would not want to associate with. He had a, a past that was scandalous. He had many things going on against him. And God chose him and God came to him. In fact, when God came to him, he was asking God and saying, why don't you go and look for another person? Definitely not me. You are asking me to go and speak to a superpower in Egypt and you are choosing a stammerer. I can't talk. Don't, don't send me to this person. You are choosing the wrong person. And many people who God called in the Bible had this same reaction. Just look at another person. Don't call me. I'm not the person. There are people that could be likened as vessels of wood in the Bible and still God did great things by them. It doesn't matter if people see you or not. It doesn't matter if you're popular or not. It doesn't matter if you do the things that are so glamorous, especially in the Christianity of today. Maybe you have a YouTube channel that has so many subscribers or you're called upon in this program and that program or you're a Christian content creator or you have so much following, you have many people you're discipling. It doesn't matter if you have those things, even if it's the most little thing that you have. As long as you are useful in God's hands, I tell you what you're doing is very important. You know the people that are vessels of gold and silver, it's not because God made them so because he likes them more than everybody else, no. He made them so because of the particular kind of assignments that he has called them to be and he made them so by election, not because he, he favors them more than everybody else. I like the way Paul always introduced himself in the Bible. He will tell them, yes, I am Paul, I am an apostle, but I am called so by election, by grace. He will always mention those things and you know the work of an apostle is the one everybody sees, everybody knows and everybody will, will reckon with and say, oh, this is the best one to honor. And then sometimes the person that is interceding for the apostle in the secret place, nobody will recognize him, nobody will say, oh, you are a vessel to honor. And sometimes the person will feel discouraged and say, what am I even, what do I even have? I don't have anything. Don't be like that. Paul will always mention that I am who I am by the grace of God. And many times you will see that the vessel of gold will be recognizing many people that you will sometimes class as vessels of wood and earthenware. He will recognize people like Epaphras. He will recognize people like Onesimus. He will recognize people like Luke. He will recognize many people and say, these are the people that gave their lives, that put their lives on the line to make sure that what I am doing is successful. So it even means that the vessel of gold 
and when i mean a vessel i'm talking about we humans now so you can apply that to your own context the vessel of gold will not be as successful as you see it to be if they are not vessels of wood vessels of earthenware all kinds of vessels supporting it the vessel of gold in god's vineyard is simply one that is suitable for the master's use and it has the support of every other vessel there is no self-made vessel so what kind of vessel you might consider yourself to be don't call what you have nothing don't look at other people and feel like oh these people are doing better than me don't compare yourself to other people don't judge your your ministry and your calling in god by how popular you are or how much people reckon with you no judge your calling in god by the fact that you are a vessel not one a vessel that is sanctified and I'll touch briefly on the concept of sanctification now. Many of us don't consider these things as much as we consider, oh, how can I become a celebrity Christian? How can I also create content that everybody will love? How can I also establish an organization? How can I also establish this or that? How can I do things that everybody will see and also become the one that everybody sees? Our sanctification is the first and foremost thing because that is what determines if we are a vessel unto honor. I'm not sure if I said this at the beginning, but you can be a vessel of gold and still be a vessel unto dishonor. You can be a vessel of silver and still be a vessel unto dishonor if you are not sanctified. We should strive above every other thing to see that we are in alignment with God's will and purpose. We should strive above every other thing to see that we are always purified, stripped of the things that make us vessels unto dishonor. Because no matter who you are, whether people see you or whether people don't see you, so long as you are useful unto God, when God wants somebody he can use, he finds you available and usable, then you are a vessel unto honor. Don't judge yourself by how much people clap for you. Don't judge yourself by how much people appreciate you. Judge yourself by the fact that you are always useful unto God and do your best to always consecrate yourself unto God's use and purposes. Run away from the things that will make you a vessel unto dishonor. Don't run towards the things that will make you popular all the time without considering your consecration, without considering how useful you are to God. Many people in the bid to get popular, in the bid to do what everybody will love, they run out of who they are, of the kind of vessel they are. They are vessels of wood but they are always trying to become a vessel of gold. That is not in your hand to determine. What is in your hand to determine is that my doing his will and his purpose. And then as you begin to do his will and his purpose, more growth comes. More accolades come. More success come. More fame comes. God in his own wisdom and authority. God is not against your fame. God is not against you getting popular. But first of all, before all of those things, he wants you to be consecrated first. Today I bring you a charge to let you know that you what you have is not small. When Moses was speaking to God and was telling God, what will I go? How will I go to Pharaoh to go and tell him all of these things you are telling him? God told him, what do you have in your hand? There are many times that God has asked people this question in the Bible. You know where else God asked that question? In the New Testament, when, people, when the disciples were asking Jesus about what people will eat, when Jesus was going to perform the miracle of feeding 5,000 people with five loaves of bread and two fishes, they came to him and said, oh, what, what, what are we going to feed these people? We don't have anything. And Jesus asked them, what do you have with you? That thing that you call nothing, the disciples called it nothing. They said, oh no, we don't have anything. It's just save these five loaves of bread and two fishes. Immediately they mentioned five loaves of bread and two fishes. Jesus said, bring it. Because that thing human beings called nothing. God called that a great thing and he made a mighty miracle out of it. What Moses called an ordinary road that was in his hand and he would have said, let me just throw this road away. I don't even need it anymore. God said, that is exactly what you need. 
no matter how small you might consider what you have to be don't call it nothing don't ignore your giftings because it is not the best in your eyes because it is not like that of oh that brother that that prays so much or that sister that has that gift of prophecy or that sister that has that that gift of encouragement or that person that has a large following because you just feel like oh somebody that is that is not recon be don't call what you have nothing choose to call what you have something and place it in the hands of the master because only then can you become a vessel unto honor don't be like that servant in the parable of the talents in matthew chapter 25 the master gave a particular servant five talents the master gave another servant two talents and the master gave this servant one talent just one talent do you know what that servant was doing he was looking at others and said ah the masters give this one five talents the master gave this one two talents why did he give me just one how will he give me just one irrespective of how i serve him so much look at how much it pleases me and he was looking at himself like look i do this thing i have he can't produce anything i have nothing and you know what happened when the master came back and he asked for an account of how those servants utilized the talents that god gave them one said ah i have five i made good use of it he produced ten another said oh i had two but i made good use of it he produced two more you know what the, the servant that had one talent came back to see he said look i had just one and i felt like you were just trying to take advantage of me with the one you gave me so i didn't use it and the master said look you know what you would do to him that one that he had that he called nothing he said take it from him and give it to the one who had 10 because i know that if i give that one he will maximize it he will make good use of it and you know the one who had two they had two before but they chose to call what they had something you know why those people succeeded the people that had five the people that had two it's not because they were giving five or giving two no it's because they chose to call what they had something you know if the person that had five called what he had nothing he wouldn't have made nothing out of it and even if the one that had one chose to call what he had something, he would have made the best use of it. Whatever God has given to you, you can be a vessel of honor wherever you are. You don't need to be a vessel of gold in gold or be a vessel of silver at the present. Don't look for how you can serve God in the future and say, oh, well, I'm, I'm not in my best form now. Wherever you are, whatever level of talents extracting from that parable now, whatever level of talents that you have. And the good thing about this parable is that there's no one that the master did not give anything. That means God gave everyone something, no matter how little it is. Can you just try to make do with what God gave you? Don't complain. Don't say, oh, how I wish I were like this person. How I wish I was like that person. I would have done more. You can be a vessel of honor, irrespective of what kind of vessel you are. Whether you are of wood, of gold, of silver, anything you are, you are needed. The people that you call great people will only succeed with the support of vessels like you. Even if you are not seen, choose to be faithful. It's the same God that created the vessels of gold, that created the vessels of silver, and that created the vessels of wood. And he knows how each of them are useful in his hands. Whatever you do, just choose to place yourself in the hands of the master. And you will see how much of a vessel of honor you will become in your vineyard. I'm encouraging you today. At the level you are, choose to do something great for the kingdom. Choose to do what God has called you to do and do it with all your hearts. Choose to be consecrated. Choose to be sanctified. Choose to be called according to his purpose. Choose to be a vessel unto honor. I'd like us to say a word of prayer at this moment and ask God to help us that we will be vessels unto honor. That we will not misuse the talents that God has given us. And for people who might seem like, oh, I'm a vessel of gold, I'm a vessel of silver, I am more exalted than everybody. Pray that God will help you to avoid the spirit of pride. Pray that God will help you to even lift those who might seem like they are not yet at the level where you are, to lift them up. 
pray that God will help you to be a vessel of honor. And for those that feel like, oh, what I have is so little, I don't have anything. No, just say, Lord, I choose to surrender what I have into your hands. Help me to be sanctified always. Help me to be suitable for your use. Help me to be a vessel unto honor. Don't let my dependence be on the fact that I'm a vessel of gold or I'm a vessel of silver or I'm a vessel of wood or earth. Help my dependence to always be on you. Can you say to the Lord that whatever I have today, I choose to submit it into your hands. I choose to call what I have something. I choose not to call what I have nothing. I choose to submit everything I have into your hands. And I know that when I'm in your hands, I will always be a vessel of honor. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for hearing me. I pray for everyone listening to me that Lord, you help us to be vessels of honor, to be always be sanctified and meet for your use at whatever levels we are. Even with whatever exposure we have, don't help us not to be waiting for more exposure. Help us not to be waiting for more talents, more time, more giftings before we do what you want us to do. Help us to be used for your purpose at that particular level where we are. Whatever we have in our hands, we choose not to call it nothing. We choose to place it in your hands and we know that when we place them in your hands, they will go around the world and do great things for you. We are vessels unto honor by your grace and your mercy. None of us will waste our talents. None of us will waste the giftings you have placed in us. In Jesus' name. Amen. I want to thank you for listening to this podcast. I pray that God will always help you to be a vessel unto honor. Like I've said earlier, I beg you from the depth of my heart, don't wait for more exposure. Don't wait for more time. Don't wait for more talents. Don't wait for more impact or more money before you do what God is asking you to do or before you see yourself suitable. You only need not to call what you have nothing. Go out there and be a vessel unto honor. You are blessed forevermore. God bless you and enjoy your weekend, enjoy the rest of your time, enjoy the rest of your day. God bless you. Bye.